I came across an article yesterday. It caught my attention. It's coming from Medical Express, and I, I couldn't, I just couldn't get past this headline because it seems huge to me. Nearly half of deaths for 12 cancers in California are due to tobacco. And this apparently is higher than they had previously reported. That's a huge number. Nearly half of deaths for 12 cancers in California due to tobacco. And uh, as I was thinking about this, I was thinking, you know what? Who better to bring on to talk about this than our buddy, Sean David Cohen? And so, Sean, I sent this over to you. You had a chance to read this. What is your takeaway on this? What, what, what grabs you on this? How do you, how do you explain nearly half of deaths for 12 cancers due to tobacco in California? I'm assuming also that this can't be some weird anomaly just in California. I'm sure that this is happening elsewhere. What, 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 what's your take on this article? Yeah, it's probably across the board, um, nationwide, worldwide. Uh, the conclusion from the article was basically that people who have can- are diagnosed with cancer, if they use tobacco and they continue using tobacco after the diagnosis, it basically doubles their chance of dying from one of those 12 cancers as opposed to people who are diagnosed with cancer and don't use tobacco. So you're doubling your chance if you keep using tobacco. And believe it or not, most of these people keep using it. That, that was the conclusion. Um, it was a great article. It's, it's a new study. And what I liked about it was they broke down the types of cancer and the percentage of which ones are most likely. And, uh, I've been, uh, as you know, I've been studying cigarette addiction and dissecting cigarettes for about 15 years. So I, I really do have some insight as to what causes what types of cancer. And I've studied, I wrote a, a book called Don't Eat Cancer. And that was about all kinds of things we consume that cause cancer And a lot of the ingredients in cigarettes are found in other products, food products and medical products, things like that. But in regards to this, I I got some interesting insight I wanted to uh, share with you today about. Great. All right. What you got? Okay, so there's everybody knows there's a million and one chemicals in cigarettes. But there's some other things that are causing these cancers to develop also. So what I'll start with is the pesticides that most people know about, why they're used. Um, There's four states that mainly grow the tobacco uh, in this nation. That's Virginia, North Carolina, Georgia, and Kentucky. And there's more cases of cancer from tobacco use in those states because there's more people using, uh, I guess it's convenient or cheaper, but what they the pesticides they need to use is to kill the wire worms which eat the roots of tobacco and the hornworms which eat the eat the tobacco leaves so they use pesticides that are chemicals um they're going to kill anything if you eat enough of it uh so that's on almost and, all and the these tobacco. pesticides are in the tobacco they're in it they're spraying it on the leaves um i don't know if they use gmo uh, that's hard to find out, but they're spraying it on the leaves and it's, it's penetrating the leaves. It's in there. Um, there's no taking it out. And so when you smoke a cigarette, you're smoking 
pesticides that kill worms and beetles. Wonderful. And sure, it's just a tiny bit, but it's part of a, a bigger problem with other chemicals and it's, uh, it's, it adds up. Um, so that's, that's one, that's one thing. And then you've got ammonia. So in the 1960s, big tobacco figured out that if they use ammonia to freebase the tobacco, it turns the nicotine into a vapor ready form. And that's why when you smoke a cigarette and you breathe in and out, the first drag hits your brain and heart within three seconds, three seconds, because it's in a vapor ready form. And then if you vape, most of the e-juices, the nick juices that you buy, those jugs are also treated with ammonia. You can Google this right now if you want to. They're treated with ammonia. They're free-based to make the nicotine stronger and faster with the hit. So you've got ammonia and you've got pesticides in the tobacco. And then you've got another killer. So you've got bleach. So why do you think there's bleach in a cigarette, Don? Uh, just a wild guess if you want. Uh, well, what, is, what does bleach usually do? That's something I usually uh, wash laundry uh, in in order to, or either to, to disinfect, I guess, is also something bleach is used for. Another reason, they, it turns stuff white. Or I think a white food, oh. white, white rice, white bread, white flour, white sugar, right? So they're trying to white. What are they trying to make white? The paper, the cigarette paper. Get at it. Well, oh, right. So the paper, you're talking about this is in the paper, not in the tobacco, but so in the paper. Most cigarettes are white. Okay. Paper comes from trees. Right. Trees are brown. It's, it's so, kind of like coffee filters. I'm a big fan of coffee. And so you can right. get the white coffee filters or you can get the natural ones, which are kind of brown or tan. That's right. Gotcha. All right. So they're not as pretty, right? Somehow the white is associated with clean. So, you know, we got all these bleached foods. And so you've got a tiny bit of bleach in the cigarette papers. Right. If you buy, if you roll your own and you buy your own, you can buy, you know, hemp paper or non-bleached paper. You'll find them. But the majority so that, of people aren't doing that. People aren't. There, there's some people you'll see roll their own and they're smart for buying the natural paper and then they'll buy natural tobacco. There's a few out there that don't have the pesticides. So they're cutting back a lot of poisons. Now, right. if you bleach and ammonia, you get mustard gas. <laughs> So, okay. so we're getting into a concoction here that's in cigarettes that is the main reason for the addiction beyond most people think it's just the nicotine. I'm addicted to nicotine. I got to have more nicotine. No, you're addicted to relief from a hangover. You're getting every time you smoke a cigarette from this concoction of horrible chemicals. Wow. And Makes there's sense. more. And there's, there's more. But wait, there's more. Wait, there's more. I got, I've got another two, two interesting ingredients that you would not have known about in cigarettes. And then I can, I can uh, relay those, uh, how they cause cancer and what cancers. Okay. So why do you think cigarettes never go out in heavy wind? You can hang them out your car window. You're driving maybe, you know, through a neighborhood and it's not going to go out. You can stand outside in heavy wind. Well, and it's now, going I, I remember now again, and I've admitted this and I, I am a recovering. Um, I, I'm pretty much recovered uh, uh, smoker. And I, I remember that there were some cigarettes that would be advertised in a way 
that they would not uh, go out. And, and it was interesting because at one time during my journey here of quitting, I switched from, you know, like a standard commercial cigarette, like a, you know, a Marlboro or, or something like that. I switched over to something called an American Spirits. Right. Uh, which fun. are an organic, natural, at least they said anyway, no additive, right. you know, type thing. And I noticed the difference that with the, uh, the, the American Spirits, they went out. Really? And it was, it was almost, yeah, it was, they, they, they did, they didn't, uh, uh, stay burning as much. It was almost <laughs> like, it was almost like you, uh, it was, it made sense because you'd, you'd smoke. And if you stopped smoking for a while, it stopped instead of just burning all the way down to the end until there was no cigarette left. So it almost saved you money. Yeah. And, but it could be aggravating. So then some people might switch brands or they might quit smoking altogether if it's aggravating and they feel like it's a waste of money. Right. So what, what the cigarette companies do, and I, dis I dissected cigarettes in a class I taught for smokers, because once you understand what they're doing to you, then you, you're like, you really want to quit. It gets you more motivated to quit because mm -hmm. you're mad and you're disgusted and you know why you have this cigarette hangover. But if you dissect the cigarette, you unroll it and you, you just rip apart the paper a little bit and you take a magnifying lens and you look at it very closely sticking out of the edge of the paper are little tiny, tiny, it looks like fibers. And what it is, is it's cellulose acetate. So cellulose acetate is a form of plastic that's used in photofilm. And that's why photofilm is so flammable. Oh. So what they do is they weave it like a crosshatch. They weave it in the paper. And so when you smoke, not only is it very hot. And that's why on the inhale, when you got a red cherry on the end of a cigarette, that cherry is about 1700 degrees Fahrenheit. That's right. why it's such a horrible burn if you touch your, your hand or something by accident. Uh, but that burns evenly because it's kind of like a, a, a cross hatch. Hmm. So it doesn't trail up one end. If you roll your own, you'll see it'll trail up one end sometimes or it'll go out. So it's not going out in heavy wind and it burns evenly. Look at a cigarette. You could just leave it there laying in an ashtray burning. It's going to burn evenly all the way till it's done. So cellulose so acetate. Cellulose acetate. So you, you're adding in plastic to the, the ammonia, <laughs> the bleach, and the pesticide. And the pesticide. Nice. I got one more. Okay, one more. If you take a cigarette, a cigarette filter keeps your fingers from getting hot. Mm-hmm. Because you can smoke all the way down to the filter and your fingers aren't hot at all. Right. What do you think's inside the filter that keeps your fingers from getting so hot? Hmm. Some kind of chemical of some sort? They're glass fibers, like fiberglass. It's fiberglass. No, you're right. You're right. Because I remember back in the day when I used to do that, that sometimes if you weren't paying attention, you got too close to the filter when you were smoking, the dang thing would melt and it would end up hard like plastic. So, yeah. So, if you peel it apart which I've done, and you look at it on the magnifying lens, and you, you can do that with fiberglass insulation from your attic. Mm -hmm. And you look at it, very similar, and they're tiny glass fibers. Now, this wasn't just a theory of mine or an analysis. I literally was talking about this to a, a, an owner at a gym, and there was a nurse standing there. And she listened to me, and she said, oh, my God. She said, I work in the critical care unit. I work with people with lung cancer. And she said, I've seen x-rays where there's these tiny glass shards at the bottom of their lungs. Mm. It's like asbestos, but it's not asbestos. And she couldn't figure out what it was. So some of the tiny glass shards from that 
filter can escape into your mouth, throat, and lungs. Sure. Well, I mean, you're stuck on that, that thing all, you know, all day. It just may kind of make sense. Yeah. Yes. For that. Now, a lot of cancers are caused. Cancer smart. It's your own cells mutating and multiplying and going after weakened tissue. So when you have weakened tissue, the cancer goes for it first. It attacks, it goes after it. So one way you're going to have mouth, throat, or lung cancer is these tiny shards cutting, making tiny cuts in your epithelial tissue inside your body, which is in your mouth, in your cheeks, in your throat, all the mm-hmm. way down your esophagus, your, your windpipe, and, and into your lungs. And if you got tiny cuts going on, you're damaging that skin. It keeps trying to repair itself. Eventually, it gets infected and cancer moves in for the kill. Mm. Now, with the bleach, with the bleach and the ammonia, your cleansing organs need to try to get rid of that. Okay, so if we eat white foods and we breathe in some chemicals, just regular consumers, um, our cleansing organs, for the most part, can filter that stuff out and you pee it out. But if you overdo it, smokers are overdoing it all the time, then you are leading yourself right into bladder cancer, which in that study was near the top. Bladder cancer, 52% of the, of the cases that killed the smokers was bladder cancer. Um, larynx cancer, 85% killed them. Esophagus, there you go with the fiberglass. 58% of the deaths from cancer for tobacco users after they're diagnosed with cancer die from esophagus cancer. Oral cavity, pharynx, you're talking about, this is all, this is all chemicals and, and glass fibers coming into your mouth, throat, and lungs. Now, you get down to the cleansing organs, your bladder, your liver, your stomach, your kidney, your kidneys. Those are still high rates of cancer. And your body's trying to filter out these chemicals, the pesticides, the ammonia, the bleach. Your body's trying to filter those out and get the, these cleansing organs get overwhelmed and cancer moves in for the kill. You know, it's funny when you when you see these uh, cigarette commercials on TV, they don't, you know, they don't really tell you this stuff. This is not something yeah. that they, uh, <laughs> by and, the way. Yeah. And the study mentions uh, that they raised in California, they raised the cost of cigarettes by including a tax. that's about $2 a pack mm-hmm. and it reduced, they reduced some smoking statistics by a tiny percentage, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, raising the price for addicts is not the way to help them. Right. That's not fair, really. You know, no, that's, you're right. That's, because here's the thing, if you're a smoker and again, you know, it's like I said, I, I have, I have experience in this area. And so I know, uh, and did, they did the same thing here in Oregon where I live where, you know, now cigarettes, you know, you, you used to be able to get a pack of cigarettes for, you know, four or five bucks and now they're like 10 bucks. And so, yeah. Uh, do you have probably a, a, a percentage, a small percentage of people they are going to be like, Oh, well, I can't afford it now. I just, I guess I just won't smoke. No, they're addicted. It's an addiction. Yeah, and so what are they going to do? They're going to figure out a way to smoke. You know, I mean, it's not like they're just going to stop smoking because it's expensive. Yeah. You just stop buying your coffee at Starbucks and, and make your own and bring it to work or something. Yeah. I mean, you're going to cut costs somewhere else and keep smoking. So yeah, it's not helpful. Um, I teach uh, about behavior modification. I think behavior modification is like about a 90% way to solve the addiction problem. 
I talk about how smokers change their environment when they smoke. They go outside. They don't care if it's cold or burning hot. They go outside. So I advise people that are trying to quit smoking to go outside anyway. Don't smoke, but go out there because it's a there's a breathing ritual that you do also. So if you smoke a pack a day and you get, say, 10 puffs off a cigarette, that's 200 times a day that you're doing, you know, the you breathe in, maybe you hold it for a second, you breathe out. It's a little bit different than how you breathe all day. Right. Relaxing. So I tell people, hey, go outside, do your breathing ritual. And then there's a hand to mouth habit too. So let's say you smoke two packs a day. Okay. That's 400 times that your hand goes up and down. It's just a ritual. It's something you enjoy actually. And so I say you take out, you take some, uh, some healthy snacks, you know, nuts, berries, seeds, cut up fruit, whatever you like. Take it outside with you. Do your breathing ritual and do your hand to mouth. Have fun. Eat some raisins. This Eat is some- the reason why I know uh, back in the day, one of the things that people you would see a lot of people that quit smoking, they'd, they'd use a sucker or a lollipop. Absolutely. Right? And it's in and out. They don't just leave right. it in the mouth. They're playing. Correct. So, yeah. So those are tools on the belt that help you with behavior modification. And if you want to know about a way to boost your dopamine levels, Instead of using drugs or sugar, which is like a drug, alcohol also, that, that, that sugar, alcohol, and nicotine are big crutches for your dopamine system. As you get used to those crutches, your body creates less and less dopamine. It doesn't stop, but it creates less and less. And when you try to quit those addictions or just cut back, when you try to cut back, those levels are low for at mm-hmm. least two, sometimes up to six months. And you That's when you don't want to be around somebody who's trying to quit. <laughs> they, get, they get cranky and anxious and they don't want yep. you to tell them what to do. And they don't. Well, they, they need, they need, they need some help. They need some support in, in, in trying to get through that. They need and support. So- and I, uh, I discovered a, a superfood. I was told about it by an herbalist, a superfood called Makuna Purians. Sounds like yep. a Kuna Matana, Makuna Yes. And uh, it's just a bean that grows in tropical climates like in India and China uh, and Brazil. And it's been sold in supplements for years. I've seen it since 15 years ago. And uh, but I don't see it in food or beverages. And I thought uh, about four or five years ago, I thought, hey, if I could put this in a tasty little beverage and, and, and market it to smokers as a natural dopamine boost, would it? be a good tool on the belt. Would they buy it? If they saw it, would they buy it? And so I did that and I, I put it in a, a little shot beverage. It's a little uh, two and a half ounce bottles. They, they come in a 12 pack. I sell them online and they're no more expensive than the patch or the gum. It's $64 for a 12 pack and, and your show's doing a 15% discount for those um, through the new year. And uh, I know a lot of people have that new year's resolution to quit smoking or quit vaping or quit tobacco products, whatever it may be. And this, there's no magic pill and this is not a placebo. This really works. It helps boost your dopamine levels naturally. Uh, One bottle lasts about three or four hours. So if you drink three bottles a day, the physical nicotine addiction is broken in three to four days. You can Google that. So in four days, you're done with the physical addiction. And then the rest is behavior modification, like I said. And uh, you got to work the tricks. You got you to change your behaviors 
so that you still foster the things you like doing and just mm-hmm. stop ingesting the chemicals because that's and- giving you a hangover that makes you need the nicotine. Everybody says, I need a cigarette. They don't say, hey, I'm going to go have a cigarette. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, and I can, att- I can attest to everything that you've just said uh, because, you know, when I, when I quit, I just went hardcore for those three or four days. I wish I had had something like this would have made my life and everybody else around me, their lives much uh, easier during that period of time. Um, it was pretty brutal. And, and I did not know about this. And I just learned about this recently. And this, this ingredient you're talking about, the Makuna purians, or, or otherwise known as the velvet bean. It's an amazing idea that you had. It's an amazing product. Just in time for the new year, New Year's resolutions. I know that a lot of the people that watch this show and, and listen to this podcast uh, probably are not smokers, but some of you closet smokers, it's okay. We're gonna let we're gonna let you allow you to come out of the shadows and let you know we love you. I was one look, I I I worked on Robert's show for years as a smoker, right? You know, I never said I didn't smoke, but I didn't advertise that I did, right? You know? And it, it's a nasty habit. It sucks. It's gross for lots of reasons, including what we've talked about here today. But we've got something to help people now. And so if you happen to be one of those people and you're looking for something that's natural, this is a solution. And if you know somebody, if you know somebody that's trying to quit, this is a good opportunity for you to share with them something that is, is organic and natural that's going to help them kick that habit. And Yeah, it uh, could be Christmas or Hanukkah gift or whatever. And um, yeah. it, it's a difficult habit to quit. It's very difficult. And people don't like to announce it. They don't like to say, hey, I'm quitting or I'm going to try and quit because they probably failed quitting before. Right. Uh, Mark Green said, quitting smoking is easy. I've done it a thousand times. Guilty. Yeah. Guilty here. <laughs> I mean, it, it took so, me several times of trying and eventually, eventually I got it. And like I said, this is a great tool that uh, people can have access to that can help them with that, that journey and add more lives, years to their life. You know, I mean, uh, guaranteed and avoid all of those terrible cancers that uh, yeah. we were talking about there in the article. So Sean, I appreciate you making this available to people. I appreciate Perfect. you making this available to us and to our, our fans and our listeners and your support of the show. What I'd like to do moving forward, because not only will the McCune appearance help with the cigarettes, but it helps with a lot of other addictions. And addiction is a big thing. And I'm reading about it all the time. And so whenever something like this comes up, maybe we can come back uh, and, and revisit and talk about some of the other addictions that the Crave Kicker uh, can assist people with. Yeah. Yeah, it's in general, it's a mood elevator. So, I mean, you, you do feel it within about five to 10 minutes and uh, it, it's a mood elevator. I, I, I don't smoke and I use it for uh, creative writing. I use it for energy at the gym, on the treadmill. I love it. So it's non-addictive. It's safe. Um, you don't want to take it if you're pregnant or nursing. But other than that, it's just a natural boost. It's a natural dopamine boost. Looking forward to learning more about this and, and having further conversations with you, Sean, and appreciate your time. Thanks for having me on the show. All right. Well, there you go. Sean David Cohen. Appreciate uh, him spending some time with us today to talk about nicotine. And just want to remind you that you can get a discount on this at the website cravekicker.com. That's K-R-A-V-E Kicker. Dot com And this special runs through January 5th, I believe. Use the code RSB15 at checkout and get 15% off of this Crave Kicker functional beverage. 
that will help you with uh, cravings for nicotine, sugar, caffeine, alcohol, all of those things that a lot of people are addicted to. And with the New Year's resolutions that will be coming around here very soon, um, this is something that can definitely help you with that. So again, CraveKicker.com, K-R-A-V-E, Kicker.com, RSB15 at checkout. Kick the habit naturally and organically at CraveKicker.com. Talk to you soon.